Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Compliment of people are on the line, so we couldn't be more excited to have you with us here on the Sportive. This is the worst introduction I've ever done. Uh, Clarence, Oops. Clarence is here. Say hello, Clarence. What's up, fuckers? Uh, Brandon's in Dallas, as usual. We were just talking about the thermostat in his Wang shaped building that he lives in. Sports fist. <laughs> and Stu is also on the line after a long day of home construction. Hello, Bob Vila. Oh, God, just never buy a home. That's really my advice to everybody, ever just. And don't rent either. I really, I don't have a good answer for what you should do with your life. So if you can't rent and you can't buy a house, find, yeah, get a lean-to or a Quonset hut maybe. And if you're young, marry we... somebody who works at Lowe's. <laughs> marry, marry a Lowe's employee, yeah. Marry a Lowe's cave. employee. Many like of our listeners are young, and our advice to them would be never move out of your parents' house. No. Yeah. Ever. Ever, ever. Ever. Yeah. Just, yeah. The well-known rule is if you're in the house when your parents die, you get the house. Yeah. So really it's just a competition, like one of those competitions where it's who can hold their hand on the van the longest without going <laughs> yeah. to the bathroom or whatever, and whoever does gets it. That's what your goal should be. That's, That's also how you get a – we call that the process of gaining a bride in Ordenville. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I was never good at that one. <laughs> but everyone's very happy, I hear. Well, well yeah, I mean, I way. totally get the house projects taken out of you, man. There's, I've never oh, once yeah. ended up yeah. anything less than um, near divorce, straight <laughs> yeah. up depressed. Pretty um, much, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. So. Stu, would you like yeah, to tell I us what you're doing out. at the house? Oh, we're just uh, basically just totally gutting and redoing our, uh, our uh, I hate to call it a master bathroom because it's not big enough to be a master bathroom. We'll just call it the main bathroom or upstairs bathroom. As we the toilet closet? Uh, the, the, the toilet closet, exactly. 
So just you know, doing tearing oh. off the floorboard, putting you know, oh, redoing you the floor an, and the wall. It sucks. You got an indoor yeah. bathroom. Well, pardon me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, la di da. Tough life. So, and the reason yeah. you're doing this is because life isn't hard enough on its own, or they're bidet broke. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, our bidet in. broke. No, just hit one of those one of those things that that was my life. Well, it was, was one of those she things loves that, that had one. to be. Yeah, she does. Uh, <laughs> the new bidet models are in. The 14s are in. So yeah, when yeah, those come the, out, uh, it's hard extra, not to just upgrade. The extra pressure well, fan. It was one of those home improvement projects that just had to be done, and so we took the big step of doing it. Had uh, stepfather was available, and he's a savant at this stuff, but even. Even for him, this is a pretty significant undertaking. So, so we have free labor, and that really helps because you know labor is the big cost when you get a contractor to do these type of things. So, I would love um, to be but, rich enough someday to have no guilt of just hiring somebody and paying them and be like, when I come home, yeah. I want this to be done and having it be perfect. Unbelievable! Exactly. That'd be awesome. Follow I your dreams, it, kids. I just can't. Yeah, I just get Norm Abram here with his, you know. His square and his level and his beard and his New England fucking paunch and he can just take care of it. <laughs> and he'll ejaculate caulking, you know, it's just it. <laughs> that's what they're That's painful. Yeah. yeah. It's not what you want. Well yeah. Yeah, no, I mean you want to see a doctor. That's not hard yeah, I mean, quickly. It's not like that exactly. That's usually a good but, sign yeah. you need to drink a little more water mm-hmm. if just caulk comes yeah. out. Yeah, if you're, if you're coming grout, it's just not what, <laughs> anything you want to have happen to you. But it comes in handy when you have a home improvement project to finish up. So, you know. <laughs> you don't want to make that last run. That last exactly. Run if, you know, if it's on the weekend, you know, they close early on Sunday. I mean, that's it's like 8.30 on Sunday night, and you got to finish getting that, you know, wax ring and the whole toilet, you know, level and stuff. And that's, God, I hate this. So, yeah, it's doing. I get it. I get it. Yeah, um, we can talk about sports. I don't uh, think we want to. Let's talk more about home improvement. Any seriously, I've been. That's literally all I've been doing is just you know that. So, did anything go on today? I, mean, I got I got the football boys on right now. I think the baseball boys are playing too. Yep. But did, did like anybody get? Did the Twins do anything today? Vikings. How's Harrison Smith doing? I mean, is he hurt bad? I think uh, the uh, Terry Ryan got kicked out of a rainbow for arguing about the price of uh, deli honey ham. Well, that's <laughs> absurd. I can't believe yeah. you, you couldn't even get 300 words out of that type of a dumb concept. <laughs> he said it should be 49 cents a pound, and uh, they weren't having it, so he's he's been ushered out. I did. Well, there's there's something there's something we can do. I I haven't started writing my Twinkie Town thing for tomorrow yet because that, like I said, I been in home improvement hell. So, yeah, if you can help me spitball a couple of dumb ideas that I can just riff into 300 words after I get off the podcast tonight, I'd appreciate that. Let's I got have, nothing. I'm a, let's have Doug Bernier yeah, not being Doug willing Bernier, to Doug Bernier, yeah. Yeah. He, he resigned. He like got a minor league deal, right? Yep. Okay, I'll do something on that. I can I can. Everybody likes make Doug Bernier jokes. It's a, exactly. He's so bad at everything. But he's like, <laughs> and he's like, he like was out of baseball for like six years, right? Yes. Something, yeah. And then he came back, and you know, he started for the Twins right away. <laughs> and, <laughs> but he was bad at baseball. 
Yeah. But it was the twins, so nobody cared. So, yeah, I can be, I should do something about that. There, good. Okay. That went well. Well, that went really well. Thanks, guys. I did get a tweet from uh, sportive presenting sponsor Wade Anderson that indicated that Harrison Smith was on injured reserve and therefore kicker Tony Zendejas was playing safety for us this week. (laughs) Is, Is he on that? eight-game IR that they have now, the one where you can return in season, or is it the full boat IR? I haven't a clue, and you'd have to ask Sportive Presenting Sponsor Wade Anderson for that information. You're talking Harrison Smith right now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got turf toe, and he's got to get surgery on it. That's insane. Oof. I, uh, I had turf toe for three years, and it, it was... It hurts like hell, doesn't it? Yeah, it was super, super painful. But I can't imagine how bad it has gotten to actually need surgery. I don't even understand what sort of surgery that would be because I was just having – I just sort of ran on my toes a little bit too much, and I would play uh, – when I when uh, my college team had games in the Metrodome, it, it really was because of the turf, how it got started. And um, you're – basically, you're, when you run, it feels like you're stubbing your toe every single time. Um it's just kind of annoying, painful, but then it gets so bad that your toes bruise up and your toenails fall off, uh, and that's when it gets really bad. Yeah. I so for three I years, I just thought you were bringing up playing college ball so you could, like, you know, humble brag about how you got laid all the time in college. <laughs> yeah, chicks dig Division two college baseball players to the point where we had toenails are always falling off in her game. Yeah, <laughs> your pus-filled socks How did you get off? Hey, Check baby. out this war wound. <laughs> uh, and it was, Let it me was shake fucking... the toenails out of this sock, and then we'll go at it. Yeah, exactly. You got a couple extra band-aids, girl? Well, got to squeeze me some pus out of this tube sock. <laughs> Sorry, my wife's yelling at me again. Sorry. The games aren't here tonight, so I'm, I'm out in the living room watching the ball game, and Mandy's on the couch. I'm on the in the big chair here. and uh, Oh, that's great, though. If you, um, if you can't hear Stu's wife yelling in the background, turn up your volume so you can make sure that's coming through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really, really, really painful, but I don't understand. Oh. I haven't read it enough that I don't know where surgery plays into all of that. I think they um, just rip your foot off and put a new foot on the end of your yeah. ankle. Oh, new foot. Oh, foot transplant. Yep. Of course. Yep. Yeah. That checks that's out. That's the only possible surger- surgical fix I can think of. So. Yeah. Um, so that's not good. He's like the only good secondary player we have, and the only—I mean, yeah, he is the only good secondary player. I we mean, have. are you forgetting uh, one Jamarca Sanford? <laughs> yeah. And Tony Zendejas. I'm a big believer in Tony Zendejas. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, it's, like, it's like Andrew, and he's like got a like a Mexican slang word for like penis or something or asshole is his last name, right? But everything's yeah, a Mexican like, slang and, word. And, and, and right? <laughs> I think, yeah, it's like a slang, yeah. It's like street slang with his last name. So. Oh, I thought, I didn't know that that was a real person. I thought we were making a joke before. That's a person that's on the team? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh. No, no, no. That's a movie reference? No, that's the kicker for uh, the Cardinals. The sure. oh, the, no, the Rams. And then... Zendaya. Oh, uh, Yeah. But who's the actual Viking safety? Jeff Pendejo, which is Mexican for asshole. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh, Mandy says no. Okay. Was that wrong? How would she know? 
I can't. Yeah, because you grew up in California, dum dum. On a construction site, like <laughs> swearing at her all day long. What the hell? <laughs> what the fuck would she know? What the hell? Well, either way, this yeah, so sounds have... like bad news for the Vikings. Yeah, it's not good to have Harry Smith out. He's, you know. I know Clarence said that the only redeeming factor of uh, Rick Spielman's GM reign is no. Harrison Smith. No, Blair Walsh is the only oh, redeeming factor. Yeah, I don't give him credit for Harry Smith when you draft every draft-eligible Notre Dame player, and two of them work out out of 700 Notre Dame players he's drafted. That's just math. I think yeah, Holly. Yep. <laughs> I think Blair my wife Walsh is actually looking it up right now. Apex. Okay, my wife is looking at Mexican swear words now, so we'll get this resolved here in a bit. Okay. Dickhead. Pendejo is dickhead. <laughs> dickhead. Dickhead. Okay, dickhead, dickhead, prick, asshole, or dipshit. So, his so name basically is every Mexican, every swear word. This yeah, is every, it's the aloha <laughs> of Mexican swears. <laughs> Andrew Dickhead or is it Tony Dickhead? Which one is it? Uh, Tony Dickhead. Tony Dickhead. A- Anthony, if you're his mother. Of course. Bendejo. Technically, it's Bendejo. Okay, technically, it's Bendejo. Bendejo isn't. But she's seen Bendejo as well. So. Okay. Wow. We're liberal with spelling. This is nice having yeah. a fact checker. Having a fact checker. Really, ready to go we're on we're finally, finally fact checking this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think that's all that's happened is nothing, Stu, to sum up your question. Okay. The Wild well, also way. lost, but... But, well, they're not a good team. They're yeah. not a good team. Oh, you're yeah. actually... Wow, I mean, I, if they were a soccer team, of course, you would just say, oh, you know, they've got some issues, but they're still fighting <laughs> out there every day. No, I... So. If you want to talk soccer, Minnesota's soccer team is a bad soccer team, too. Oh, now you... Well, well, <laughs> wow. Funny. Who, who Funny. ever saw that coming, except for... <laughs> Stu and I tried to warn you this yeah. spring on this particular podcast, and you were having none of it. We were mocked and ridiculed. John mocked and ridiculed. And ridiculed. And ridiculed. Repeatedly. And repeatedly. Consistently. Yes. Embarrassingly. And you made us feel bad. And funny, we, we said schism. We said mm-hmm. la, fire lagos. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you mocked and ridiculed us. And uh, here we are. Mm-hmm. Well, United in the toilet. I'll tell you what, Clarence. The game's actually on TV this week, so you could watch it and criticize for yourself. Yeah, no, I got. Uh, Doesn't I got it. a thing, John? I got this yeah, thing. I know. Uh, yeah. No. You covering this one too, John? Yep. That's Will you true. be on TV? No. Uh, will Lindsay be on TV? I assume. Photo Man, bomber. Well, that's one out of two. Yeah. <laughs> Well, how, oh, you'll, but you'll still like, be stepping on our live shots in the background. Yeah, I'll absolutely be crawling around in the background, waving at the camera. Who's, who's Lindsay? Lindsay Gensel. Friend of the Shout program. Out. Friend of the program. Hey, Lindsay. Lindsay Gensel's not listening to this podcast. No, Come she on. doesn't listen to the podcast. She's from New Prague. New Prague, yeah. Anyway. Now that we've managed to talk about a whole bunch of subjects that nobody cares about, let's talk about the Timberwolves. 
And specifically, I think this is the week where Brandon is going to give us his Timberwolves GM. And I think the point is that he's going to tell us what he would have done this offseason as opposed to what the Timberwolves have done. And then we're going to pick up on this and mock him throughout the season whenever he's wrong and ignore whenever he's right. I think that's how oh. this is going, right? Is it? I thought, I thought this wow. was like a solidarity thing. Like oh. we... Yeah, this podcast is well known for its solidarity between the members. <laughs> I thought maybe today would be a good time to start. No? All right. So lead us off, Brandon. Let's let's talk Wolves GM. Let's talk what we would have done differently. All right. So basically the genesis of this idea was I feel very strongly that um, Flip Saunders um, was not the best person to be hired, and he is ultimately um, not going to be good at his job. Mm -hmm. And then I took it a step further and thought that maybe um, I could do better even though I don't really know anything about um, how to play basketball. I never really played basketball. I'm not really even sure how to run an offense, but um, I do think I would be able to be a better GM than him. So this is me putting my money where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so far, so, Flip has drafted Shabazz Muhammad, and he got kicked out of a rookie camp already, and you didn't do that. So right now you're ahead one to nothing. Okay. So if I just don't do anything else, do I win? That's possible, but... That's not how this works. <laughs> All right. You so, can't stop. Um, There's no sitting on the ball for the rest of the game. And this is just the first installment. We're going to have somebody pick each one of the other teams and be a pretend GM for them, right? <laughs> We're going to have a series of 30 podcasts, all of which wow. are going to come out in, the, in bunches of four and five a day, in which we break down every one of the NBA teams just to make daily sure. Daily that- moves. We're going to have a daily sportive, and I'm just going to, like, read off what's happening on the transaction waiver wire, and I can just decide what I'm going to do for the day. You just talked me into actually watching that soccer game instead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you did it. This podcast is based on things that Clarence hates and would never do. Yeah. Uh, all right, so this is I don't have a ton of stuff because he hasn't been a GM for that long. and it's not. A, I mean, the, the team was pretty well set for the most part um, coming into the season. There's just sort of... Um, trying to improve around the edges. So okay. I'll go really quick because I can already see uh, Clarence nodding off right now. Um, so here's what I liked about what he's done so far is I like the pack contract, obviously. that was a, We didn't really have a whole lot of challenges there because nobody else um, challenged the Wolves to try to have, um, you know, to try to match anything. So I would definitely have done that same exact contract. Um, I like the Buttinger signing, even though he's injured now, and it wasn't overpay. I think you kind of just had to do that. Um, you kind of had to overpay a guy with a history of knee problems who magically had another one? Who also, by the way, is not that amazing of a shooter. Um, I think that people think that he's some sort of like Kyle Korver, um, Darrell Wright, one-dimensional, whatever. He's he's a good shooter, a league average sort of shooter, but he's just also decent at defense and decent in sort of all of the other ways as well. Um, I thought he was a corner three guy. Like that was his thing. I mean, he's pretty good at corner threes, but he's not, that's not the only thing. He's also a little bit more well-rounded than some of those guys that are known as being corner three guys. At least we have to hope so because he's not an amazing shooter by any means. Well, it's not like we'd ever know because he never plays basketball anymore, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing that he doesn't do very well is uh, get on the basketball court. Yeah. Um, but you know, I would have, I would have done ex- that exact same signing. Um, and I also like the Ronnie, Ronnie Turiaf signing as well. Um, he's cheap. He plays, um, a, uh, a position of need and, uh, great glue guy. You know, I'm into glue guys. Number one glue guy. Would it, 
Would a good word to describe Ronnie Turioff be exuberant? Oh, fucking so exuberant. Um, gregarious? Gregarious? So fucking gregarious, Turioff. Is um, he no, more but... or less gregarious than Michael Beasley? He would be more... Um, or maybe he's just an adult version of Michael Beasley. Like, he's a really good guy. Yeah. Um, Beasley was sort of like a uh, grade-A knucklehead, right? Yeah. One of the biggest ever. Um, okay, so I like those three things. Here's what I would have done differently. Um, I would not have drafted Shabazz Muhammad. And I would have not have traded down to grab um, uh, Deng as well. What I would have done draft night, um, I would have drafted C.J. McCollum. Um to have him be our shooting guard. And then my next pick, I would have drafted um, uh, Mike Muscala. Roseville native. Mike Roseville. Muscala. Actually, he was born in Ivy League, right? Now he's playing in fucking, I don't know, Romania or something. So it may have been a bad draft pick, but I'm just <laughs> saying that's who I would have drafted that night. So he's already not in the NBA is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. He already signed like an overseas deal. Uh, like Robbie Hummel did last year. But we'll see how that one plays out. But just so you know, <laughs> just because I'm trying to keep it real, uh, that's who I would have actually drafted. I mean, I also really like Jamal Franklin and Alan Crabb, but... Um, Those are not real people. Alan Crabb. <laughs> Alan Crabwalk. Um, he, was, he was Tarzan, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He's a character on SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. But uh, McCollum and... and uh, Alan Crabwalk um, both went to the Blazers, so they might be my new team, actually, which is kind of weird. So, um, okay, so that's the first thing I would have done. CJ McCollum. Uh, number two. Right for the Star Tribune. Uh, yeah. McCollum, yes. Yep. Uh, number two, I would not have signed Corey Brewer or Kevin Martin. Uh, instead, damn it, Clarence is a real person. I would have signed... Al Farouk Aminu. Nope. Not a real person. <laughs> the fuck did person. you just call me? Human being. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you can't just stand there and call me that. <laughs> I would have signed Al Farouk Aminu. What the fuck? <laughs> Again. Hold on. I'm going to do this without laughing. I would have signed Al Farouk Aminu. <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh. Oh. And I would have also uh, begged Andre Kirilenko to resign as well because he was really good. <laughs> Begging um, is usually a very good negotiation strategy. Please, please come back. I know you hated whatever you hated. It's going to be better now, baby. Me and you. That's what I would have done to uh, Kirilenko, and I think I would have been able to get it done. Um, and if not Kirilenko, then I think I could have I thrown an offer out to Tony Allen or Kyle Korver. Um, for the similar amount, um, both give it a more what they actually got, um, and it would have been fine. But basically, we're going to say that I would have gotten Aminu Kirilinku. So my team, I know you guys don't care. I'm not going to run down the actual um, everything, but basically Rubio McCollum in the backcourt, Kirilinko, Love, and Peck, and then my main guys off the bench would be Bud, Williams, Berea, Shved, Williams. So basically the same team, but minus Corey Brewer and Kevin Martin and plus a bunch of guys whose names I've already forgotten. We are going to... And Al Farouk... What was that guy's name again? Amino. Amino? Hey, Stu. Al Farouk Amino Assets. Um, When Mork from Mork and Mindy needed to contact his home planet, what was the catchphrase that he had to say? 
I believe that was Nanu Nanu. Nanu. Oh, God damn it. Okay, never mind. Close. Nice try. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. I see where you're going. Can we call Chase yeah. Buttinger Chasey Buds? Sure. Okay. Um, okay, so here's the recap. I would be removing Shabazz, Corey Brewer, Kevin Martin, and Georgie Dang. I'm pretty sure Georgie Dang is going to remove himself from any consideration. Yeah, he's like 29 years old. Yeah, he's got the he's got the memorial spot. Who who am I thinking of that whose only offensive move was the volleyball spike from about two years ago? Lou something <laughs> or other. Lou Amundsen. Yeah, Lou Amundsen. He's the Lou Amundsen of this year's team. Yes, exactly. Um, and I'm replacing them with McCollum, Kirilenko, Aminu, and Muscala. So there we go. I think a good way to see how I've done is uh, not like everybody's going to give a shit, but review like uh, win shares for each one of these guys and see who went, who comes out on top because those four guys for sure could have been on the team. Are I mean, win shares affected like, by playing time? Um, yes, they are. So maybe we might have to do like per per minute loaded or whatever. Right. I mean, again, we're not actually going to care about any of this ever again. No, I think we're going to. All right, we'll see. That's Just in good. case this ends up in an Andrew Albers kind of situation where we can break it out whenever we need to. <laughs> Andrew Elb, I'm not. I'm not familiar with the name. <laughs> not familiar. Um, I also another thing that I would consider doing, and I talked about this like uh, a long, long time ago. And I know somebody brought it back up again. Was uh, D. Williams for Evan Turner? Um, I don't think Evan Turner is very good. I don't think he's necessarily what the Wolves need, but I just think it might make sense a little bit more sense for both teams to to trade those two players. So. I would do that, and then the last thing I would say, um, I saved my very most boring point for last, is um, if I was Flip, I would have a succession plan in place for Adelman and make it very clear um, to the fans and the media what that actual plan is. Like, he's got two more years on his contract. We've let him hire the guy he thinks is capable for take, of taking over. Um Make that plan public. Let everybody know this is his guy. You know, whatever. If he has to be out for whatever reason, he, this guy's going to take over, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think that would probably um, set a lot of fans at ease. It doesn't happen ever. I don't think. I don't really remember it being like a public thing um, very often. But um, but I do think that that's another thing that I would um, do and talk about a lot. Has Adelman said he's going to retire in two years? No, but I, th- he's, I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of time left. He's insinuated that over and over and over again. I mean, people thought he was retired before he even took this job. His wife has had a ton of um, health issues as well. I mean, he's, what, 70, 70 years old, I think. Um, Let's ask the fact checker about that. Mandy, I think they just <laughs> asked a question about basketball. Let's all sit silently. Yep. <laughs> This is the entertaining part well, of the podcast. While she waits for the yeah, next commercial. We're not doing that. Help us out. Um, <laughs> I think he's, I th- I think yeah. he's, yeah. Uh, he's 89 uh, years old. Yeah, low 70s. So I know that there's not a whole lot of time left, and I think that people are. the coach. You don't You don't have to Google. It's your call. not going to make you do it. Like how old, yeah, that's his current age. Let's talk more about how Alan Crabb is a character on SpongeBob. Yeah, it's, he's, he's the owner of the Crab Shack. That is, yeah, without a doubt, my favorite joke in the history of this podcast. He's very greedy, and the guy who plays him was on Highlander, or who gives him his voice. Was on. Yeah, Clancy Brown. You can look it up. It's a real I watched thing. it this morning. I watched SpongeBob this morning for 20 minutes. 
Well, of course you did. You have a kid. Yep. Yep. Jonesy loves that shit. Sure does. Um, yeah, so I don't know for sure if Adelman's going to be gone in a couple years, but I don't think he has much time left. And I just think a lot of fans are rightly pretty concerned that after he leaves, like the uh, one of the very few bright spots for the franchise, like they're just going to hire some, you know, a second version of Rambus or a second version of uh, Whitman or whoever else. Or the um, current version of Flip. Or Flip um, and be bummed about it. So if I was Flip, I'd be confident enough to be like, this guy's taken over in well, however many years. If the B- 67. I guess the, 67. The fatal flaw in the plan is if Adelman doesn't want to leave, then he's going to look at you and say, you want me to hire my own replacement. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to be a part of that. I mean, if I your would, boss I would say, you and say, Brandon, in two years we plan on letting you go, so what we'd like you to do <laughs> is hire your replacement train and him. train him. Yeah. Um, and in two years he will then have your job and you'll be out on your ass. There's a I reason would, why this never happens, because no coach would go along with that ever. There's also a lot of ego tied into being... Uh, general manager, I would have no ego. I would say, you're the best thing that's happened in this franchise in a long time. You are here as long as you want to be. So please go out and hire somebody and take them under your wing for the amount of time that you want to... Whenever you want to quit, that person can take over. So if you want to hire somebody in two years or in five years, whatever it is, hire somebody. <laughs> Nobody would ever take that job. Then. You're going to take a job to be, to replace a guy that has the job forever? Why no, I don't think he job? wants it forever. Because he would talk to you and he'd be honest and say, I want to do this for three years. Isn't You're not ready yet. Isn't Adelman grooming his son to be a coach? Isn't his son yeah. one of the assistant coaches? Potentially, and that would be fine. If that's true, as a GM, I would go out and tell people that. This oh. is our plan. Yeah, Chip Adelman is a young up-and-comer, I think. We're not having a professional Tyler. basketball coach named Chip. Tyler it's not. Maybe it's Bill. <laughs> no, not Biff either. I'm up for Tyler. That'd be fine. Do we actually Carter. know what his son's name is? David, isn't it? I think it's David. No, I hey, don't Mandy? like that. Either. All right, it's not no, David. It's, uh, uh, Roger. Raj? Raj Yads? I'm on board with Raj Yads. So, um... No, you don't have to look it up. Sorry. I don't mean to... I'll only ask important next time. Once you start with the hashtag sport effects, you can't stop. Um, so that concludes what I would be doing differently than uh, than uh, your guys' boyfriend, Flip. Uh, so we'll see what happens. And I'll check in from time to time and let you know. Okie doke. <laughs> and, and this ends the most boring segment that we've I, ever gone through. No, we've had much more boring segments. I, I just want to point out that at any point of the season, you could tell us that uh, Ali Farouk Manesher, whatever that, <laughs> whatever that guy's name is, has 400 million win shares, and we're all going to have to believe you because we don't know what a win share is or who that guy is. No, it's fine. I will let you know when I'll I'll, I'll provide an update every podcast of how well Khalid Muhammad is doing. Yep. Um, now I assume, like for this stat, like you know, I, I assume LeBron James has like the best windshield of the last five years, right? He has the best so, windshield like, like, of any guy every single okay. year. Okay, okay. Nobody that even kind of, compares in windshield. It's, it's like the, it's like the war. It's the it's the war of, uh, of basketball. The windshield. The windshield is like you know your LeBron Jameses and all those guys. 
Yeah, it basically is a combination of uh, of all the counting stats that you can do on sort of a rate perspective. Uh, so yeah. it's more than points. It's also like assists and turnovers and usage rate. Uh, okay. Oh. And uh, plus minus when they're on the court, all that sort of stuff. It's it's I think um, pretty clearly known as the most all encompassing stat. And a lot of it no, obviously but... is dependent on who you play with, but um, but I, I think it does a r- really good job. Is it roughly the same as like? Uh... John Hollister, the guy from the department store with the kids surfing merchandise, his thing, he's got like the perm. Yeah, John Hollister's, uh, Hollister's, uh, Hollister's par rating um, was always, a little bit more offensive yeah. focused. This is similar to that, but it, it involves a lot more defensive metrics. And it always and, smells uh, kind of like cologne and rohypnol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So... Um, so Hollister didn't really like defensive metrics because he thought they were pretty um, um, inexact. So he just left okay. them out. And this is okay. trying to get a little bit closer to it. But um, so that's okay. the story of, of statistics. Of windshield, okay. Yep. Sounds so we'll good. see who has the most windshields at the end of the year. And yeah. if Flip wins, I will, uh, I will uh, tattoo a Timberwolf on my ass. Again? I'm holding you to that. Timber on oh, one, Sheik Wolves on the other, right? Wait, if I win, I should do that. Which one? Send it. Which Timberwolf? Um, the the actual Timberwolf from 1989. Which player? Which the mascot? Huh. No, which player? Oh, Crunch? I thought maybe a, a roof or whatever you'd tattoo. Let's be honest. If you're getting a tattoo of a current Timberwolf, it's going to be Ricky Rubio. That's I'm going to get Induti EB tattooed on my neck. Not his name, his face. What do you think? <laughs> I think that's a terrible idea, and I fully support it. You have more duty on your butt. More duty. Extra. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about a subject that can bring us all together rather than tear us all apart, and that's hating the St. Louis Cardinals, the most hateable team in baseball. I think Clarence wanted to talk about how much he hated the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, was it me? Yeah. No. No, oh, Brandon. Was, it, I was the one that wanted to, but um, yeah. do you also hate them, Clarence? No. No, I think it was you. It was all you, Brandon. I'm Yeah, I mean, I wanted to rant about it in the middle of this week, but then I realized that, well, I thought that everybody else totally agreed and maybe it was the most obvious thing in the world, but um, no, I fucking hate the Cardinals right now, and it came out of nowhere. I never really used to hate them. Um, but they all of a sudden seem to represent, like, the number one fun haters of all time. Um, so Carpenter has always been one of the biggest pricks in the league, uh, yells at any player for celebrating anything, uh, positive against him. Wainwright seems to be doing the same thing now. Uh, Carlos Beltran, who I loved, I was in his corner, you know, his entire career was calling out, uh, Yasiel Puig, um, for celebrating too much too. And it's like their entire organization thinks that the right way is the, is, um, you know, the right way in air quotes is that's actually the worst way to, uh, to be a, a team as far as I'm concerned. Um, they're, uh, annoying and, um, yeah, just in general hate fun. So I hate the Cardinals and I hate that that's an actually accepted attitude to have. I think it's sort of the most accepted attitude of don't celebrate so much, don't show yeah. people up, act like you've been there before, yada, yada, yada. And it's just fucking jerk-off motion all day long. It's very annoying. So 
as hateable as the Dodgers are for spending like four hundred million dollars this year um, on a salary cap, um, I, I think that sort of fun hating team is much, much, much more hateable. And uh, I think I dislike them more than I ever disliked the Yankees, if that's possible. Hmm. Who is the least hateable team left in the playoffs? I would have said the Dodgers because they have Yasiel Puig. I think it has to be the Dodgers because they have Puig, who's fun, the most fun person left. Um, Kershaw the, is a just crazy good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kershaw's great to watch. Uh, that closer, uh, Jansen or whatever his name is, is pretty filthy. Um, they still have Nick Punto, who's not fun, but it's fun to watch everybody else learn just how bad he is at baseball. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, just picked off immediately. He's out there for, yeah. Um, so I guess I would have to say the Dodgers. Um, it's hard to say. I mean, I don't know. Are the Red Sox fun and a bunch of goofballs, or are they idiots? You no, know? I think the Red Sox are the second most hateable team left. And then come the Tigers, who I'm going to hate no matter what, because they happen to be a, a rival of the team I like. So the Dodgers are sort of by default for me. As you mentioned, they have a $400 million payroll or something like that. So theoretically, going on the traditional scale of sports hatred in Minnesota, we should hate the Dodgers the most. Because they have money, yep. Yeah, but as far as I'm concerned, they're absolutely the, the least hateable team left in the playoffs. No, they're all equally hateable, all four. Equally hateable. Uh, hate them all. No, dude, the Cardinals are the most hateable. They're everything that's wrong with baseball. No, they're, they're, they're not. And their fans oh. are terrible. Their oh, fans, fans are, are precocious, absolutely. Um, but L.A. fans just L.A. General, fans are like, also awful. L.A. people are, are awful. Just the whole state of California is awful. Oh, have you seen Have you seen that Mary Hart is sitting right behind home plate at the Dodger oh, home game no. from so for TV's entertainment tonight? That's, That's hilarious. And, of course, then there's Red Sox fans who set the standard for hateable. I'd like to see Mary yeah. Hart get hit in the face with a fall ball and not even notice. <laughs> like, she wouldn't even know. She'd get right in the fucking just whack. Just stand there. Oh, big smile on her face. Eyes oh, if she, well, what if she had just gotten a facelift and it hit, like, one of the sutures? And just like started rolling up like a blind, <laughs> like a tarp. Pretty funny stuff. Um, say no, I mean I don't. I think that the Cardinals fans are the worst because they think they're amazing. Like they think that they affect the the game. And That's they like should, play they the think field. they're classy somehow. They like, actually believe that shit. Like I would much just rather a baseball take, talent. We're just a baseball talent. We, we just yeah. understand the, the most, game. The most annoying part yep. was that oh. Will Leach, who is a guy I really like. and who Oh, really my God. Did writing, you read his column? And he, he, he said at the start of this column that he wrote, I accept that everybody hates the Cardinals. And then he went on to list ten reasons why you shouldn't hate the Cardinals. And by the end, I just wanted to punch the guy. And I like I him. I like <laughs> Will Leach a lot. He's one of my favorite writers. I read his stuff every day, but by the end, I was just it's like, shut up. It's team, and it's just a blind spot. I, I realize that, but it was just awful. The whole thing was awful. I hated him. I hated the Cardinals more at the end than when he started, which was the Definitely. opposite of what he was trying to do, unless he's running some crazy anti thing where he's turned into a Yankees fan and he gets off on the hate that everyone has for his team. Because if he was doing that, then it does. absolutely worked. 
It was very strange to read. I was like a third of the way through going, you are going to regret this article more than anything else you've ever written because you sound like uh, uh, you're writing for your high school paper right now. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he, he is one of the more reasonable fans. He's in like the top of Cardinals fans. He's got to be in the top, what, 5%? Probably the, the top 2%. Ones. Top 2%, right? Yeah. Even he was honestly making the case, because we're such good fans – our team does better than they would in any other market. Give me a fucking break. Give me a break. And you're also saying there are terrible fans that are in the, you know, that you're facing with the Dodgers, right? Like, mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any fucking sense. The worst fans in the world are the Rays. Nobody goes to a game. Nobody gives a shit. And they're amazing every year. There is zero correlation between fan. I mean, again, I feel sort of stupid saying it out loud because I thought that everybody knew that. And here's a really smart guy who doesn't know that. That's crazy to me. Absolute insanity. Yes, I agree one hundred percent. And now I've gotten angry, so let's get on to something that won't make me so angry, which is hashtag ask Fortive, one of our favorite parts of the podcast. We did it again this week. We put out a call for questions on Twitter, and I think some of you really delivered here. So I'm I'm just gonna start and go through some of these questions. Uh, Derek Karen at D Karen twenty eight on Twitter wanted to ask uh, what the menu at Clarence's restaurant that he's going to open. I had no idea Clarence was going to open a restaurant, but apparently that's happening. I'm not a supper club, John. Oh, supper club. That's right. Sorry. It's called the Chicken Finger Supper Club. It's called the Royal Oak. Um, it's a supper club, guys. All right. Royal what is on Oak the menu? Supper Club. The Rosk. I'm sorry, Brandon. What was that? It's the Royal Oak Supper Club. Yeah, that's. Oh, right. I get it. R O S K. Rosk. Okay. No, oh, I get it. Yeah, okie doke. Rosky. Yep. Everyone will call it the Oak, not Rosk. Yeah. Damn it, that's better. It's, it's I, re- I rescind mine. All right. So the question is, what would be on the menu? Yep, what's uh, on the menu? He also wants to know if you want to pair a beer with each item, but I imagine that'll be the same beer with every item. Oh, well, I can think about it. So, prime rib. Yep. And, and ribeye; those are your two kinds of steak that Absolutely. you get. Either prime rib. No, there's no, there's no sirloin at the Royal Oak. What uh, you you sort of sneered when you said sirloin? Is that like sort of a frou frou steak? Yeah, it's not frou frou. It's just this is hot, this is a high end supper club, Brandon. Um, what is sirloin rib, like? Closer to hamburger than it is. It's just not a it's it's a not a great cut of meat. Yeah. If you're coming out to the Royal Oak, you're going to get a good <laughs> cut of meat. You're going to get you come here ribeye, or you're going to get a king cut prime rib. None, none of this queen cut bullshit. It's not even a choice. I if agree. you say queen queen cut, then you're you'll up. get a king cut, and we'll cut it in half, and you get two <laughs> queen cuts. Yeah. Uh, you need one and there I, and bring one home. And I assume on, <laughs> yep. on Thursday nights there will be a prime rib special to draw some people in. Prime rib every night, John. Okay. Uh, no specials. We we have rock bottom pricing. Um, every night special at the Royal Oak, John. <laughs> Absolutely, it is. You know, my and company you, tried uh, that same tactic, and they didn't. They did not have managers like the, the Royal Oak is going to do. That's, yep. let, let's let's just say. Okay. That. Um, Fair enough. And you get your choice of potato. With, with those steaks, and I suppose I would pair them with a Miller High Life Light. Champagne of beers. Uh, chicken uh, fingers. A light? Can I yeah. get the plane? No, no. 
you, you, you get a Miller High Life. You can get what you want. Beer flows like wine at the Royal Oak, Brandon. Um, Order whatever yeah. you want. You're getting a Miller High Life Life. That's <laughs> exactly. Comes in a <laughs> comes in a glass, and uh, yeah, no, this is totally uh, yeah. This, this is the smells too hearted. Mm-hmm. Well, it tastes a lot like High Life Light. Well, God, I miss too hearted. <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, um, okay, so choice of potatoes. So that means I can get some some fries, right? French fries. French fries, sure. Waffle fries what? with seasoned sour cream. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, ranch wedges. Yep. Mashed, baked, uh, no au gratin. I, I don't, I don't, I don't particularly care for au gratin. Fucking, if you want au gratin, take your fork, mash up a bunch of French fries, and put some cheese on top. We can do that for you. Uh, the problem with au gratin is they're called au gratin. What if they? What if you were born and they were always known as uh, Patriot fries? You would then I may have looked at it a little bit differently, but they're just a little too... <laughs> but they're called a little too ethnic. fancy for the other. <laughs> a little too ethnic for this <laughs> um, I love that you say a little too ethnic so much, it's very nearly a catchphrase at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got on it? Chicken fingers with ranch or barbecue sauce. And your choice of potato. Can I do a honey mustard? No. No, fuck. <laughs> the, you're on the wall. <laughs> Roxy, get the fuck out of the Royal Oak and never come back. Ever. Do not serve. You're my there kid. with people. my kid. It wasn't. <laughs> no. No. Well, your kid's banned, too. You're both on the list. Poor Jones. Like the bad check people that they keep on a list behind the register where it says, do not serve, you know, do not cash checks from these people. You're on yeah, that they list. Keep right, they keep it right by the ham hocks. <laughs> the honey. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Mustard list. And uh, choice of potato with, uh, with a high life flight that pairs well. Um, I think that's about it. That's the whole menu right there. <laughs> Three things. Wrap her all up. Two menu items. And I genuinely they're, eat it. So the menu size is like uh, it's like a playing <laughs> yes, card, basically. Playing card. We got a relish tray uh, that comes out beforehand, and a bread basket. Um, what kind of bread oh, in the shit. bed basket? This is a this garlic, is a deal breaker. Oh, garlic toast. All right, good. Oh god, I was going to predict wonder. No. And uh, what is this? Some kind of church basement? No. Wonder bread. This is the oak. This isn't the Lutheran <laughs> yeah, church basement where you got to butter your own white bread. That's the whole menu, guys, right there. 
I like cool, it. cool. Uh, I had a great meal. Can I can I see the dessert menu? Take the, get the got? fuck out. You're, our, you're, on the, you're on the list again. You've made it the honey mustard and the sweets There's list. no dessert. The fuck's the matter with you? You can have another king cut prime rib. There's your dessert. <laughs> Order a second one. Here's the rest of your steak, okay. you pussy. Tansy. Gristle. It's good. All right. That was a good. That was a good. Uh, that was good. Good. That's good. good man. I, like, I like the oak. We play a little uh, Wilco in the background. The, the, no. Oops, the, the, the some indie memes. rock, some underground indie. Wilco. That's yeah. Amadeus. 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 That's Wilco, right? That's that's Falco. That Wilco. Very similar. Very similar. Basically sounds. the same. All Similarly right. innovative. All right, Not next question. Our next, our next ask for question is from Go Huskies Woo. That's at Go Huskies Woo on Twitter with five O's. The correct of course. Five Studio. I, it's not mine. For the account? record, it's not me. God, Part of fan club. It's it's not you, but it's based on something it you invented. Yes, yes, it is. That's still amazing to me. All right, their question is possibly there, possibly his, possibly her. I guess I don't know. Go Huskies Woo, you're amorphous to us. Probably her. How do respectable hockey fans like me deal with jerk-off Gopher fans, remind ourselves that they at least aren't UND fans? Question mark. That's exactly what you do. Because here's the thing, Go Huskies, Will. You are not in the same conference as the Gophers anymore, so you have to transfer your hate to a different team. Obviously, St. Cloud State and the Gophers are still going to play from time to time, but hating a team that's not in your conference is just sort of pointless. So... I'm going to need you to take that hate and roll it up into a ball and start using it to hate Denver. Or just transfer it over to North Dakota, like you mentioned, because North Dakota, people come and people go. We can all get behind hating North Dakota. Sure. Oh, yeah. And I think that's, that's one what of the it, things that it brings us, us together as Americans. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's what you need to do. You can, you can get that gopher hate out if you want, but it's just sort of pointless now. They're not in the same conference. Just let it go. Stu, you invented this. Are you on board with this? Sure. I've asked, uh, you know, the last Final Four team from the state of Minnesota. They really, you know, oh, can pretty much do what they want. want. Yeah. <laughs> they earned it. Yeah. They definitely earned it. So uh, they are not going to play each other at all, really? No, I think the... they are playing each other this year. Isn't that right, Claire? I think they are. Uh, but it's just, it just doesn't mean as yeah. much anymore. In the North Star uh, College. The, yeah. The North Star College. Yeah. The spirit of Blaine uh, trophy is on the line. <laughs> they're playing it at or the Super Rink in Blaine. Don't be like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're flooding the parking lot by the North Town Mall and playing there. <laughs> I think a uh, another option that any Husky fan that has a problem with Gopher fans, uh, another option they have is to jump off the Highway 23 bridge into <laughs> Mississippi River. It's another... Their option for you, <laughs> fucking swan dive, uh-huh. right, right down in there. I would, I would have, a, left. have a giant uh, antifreeze martini and think it over <laughs> for the night. <laughs> yeah. And just yep. see what sort of conclusions you come to tomorrow. All right. Next esportive question comes from Aaron Hammer. That's at Hamsky83. And it's a fairly short question. First, got to say congratulations because the question is, five-day-old baby, Go. So clearly, this is a guy who is into one week with 
with a child and is not thinking real straight because he didn't even have a question mark in there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to leave has, this. Yeah. I'm going to leave this to the dad contingent of the podcast. Yeah, at five days, punctuation is really just something you don't have time for. I yeah. mean, near. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's for, um, that's for rich people. I know. I think nannies. I think Clarence mentioned on Twitter that go was the key. Is that you yeah. just get in the car and just just go. Growing up, twenty-five hours to Mexico. My buddy's yep. dad. Uh, he was a good Catholic dad. He had a they had a billion kids running around, and he would go offer to pick up the pizza. I told you guys about this before. He I don't think he, so. uh, he'd say, "Yeah, I'll go into town. I'll, I'll go get the pizza. Well, let's order pizza tonight. I'll go get it." And uh, Reno's Pizza in Rosemont is next door to the bar. And he would go, so he'd go to the bar for like two hours. <laughs> then he'd walk over, order the pizza, then walk back to the bar, have another couple. Yep. Yep. Then he'd go get the pizza, put it in his car, go back to the bar, have another couple. <laughs> so he was out for like four hours. <laughs> well, that was Bob. My I'll go pick up hero. dinner. Uh, it's 2 p.m. He's my hero. Yep. Correct. So yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's they make it from scratch, and you got to order. I don't blame. I do not. <laughs> yeah. bl- I do not blame him for doing that at all. Just, uh, just offer to go run errands, and then just yep. say time got away from you. Yep. 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 That sounds yep. like a like a um, urban legend until you have a kid, and you're like, yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it. Yep. Yeah. Everybody Pretty good idea. Me. Pretty sound. Um, Everybody's kind of nodding. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, I can see um, that. I can see that. I do that. I don't know. I think for me, that first looking back on it, the first probably three months is just the worst ever. And obviously, you guys have multiple mm-hmm. kids, so you're probably laughing at the guy with one kid. But um, it's just it's the worst Ooh. ever. But I think I had convinced myself so like every single day, this is going to be the worst. This is going to be the worst. This is going to be the worst. So. Anytime there was like a lull in the crying, that was just like a bonus, and so it wasn't mm-hmm. that bad. I think if you just convince yourself it's going to be the worst thing that ever happened to you, it's just going to be like mildly terrible, and then it's a bonus because you were expecting it to be worse than that. Lowered expectations. Lower your expectations. That's always been the key. And then I also would say um, two things. One, every day gets better, and that's just sort of the key to parenting in general. No matter what, every day gets better. Uh, they get smarter. They get like more reasonable. You'll have your moments, but uh, every month, whatever, better. But I would say, as a dad, uh, at at a week old or two weeks old or whatever, um, you're useless as a human being. You're very, very useless um, in terms of like being a parent at that point. It's just going to be like attached to your wife's boob. That's it for months. Yep. So get really good at doing everything else and just let her do that, right? So get really yep. good at doing laundry. Mm-hmm. Laundry, dishes. your favorite foods. And then, yeah, go run errands because that's the best run thing. Run those ever. errands. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. running errands. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Like, oh. shit, I have got, like, six different places I need to go to. I will be back probably <laughs> yep. in nine hours. And then go to the slippers. <laughs> yep, and there you are. <laughs> yeah. Grab a couple poles. Yeah, you're going to need to go to Lowe's for one thing, but then you're going to need to go to Home Depot because they have a better deal over there. I mean, really, you've got to start picking your places yeah. out to make that errand yeah. list go a little bit deeper. Um, yeah, if you got to, if you got more than one Target in your town, you yeah. go to the one Target, and then, oh, they're out of that, but I know they got it on the one on the other side of town. Yep. And, you know, it's right by like a Buffalo Wild Wings. and The know. double Target yeah, run. So, whoopsie doodle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wings. Oh, how those wings get in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was a uh, sample day at Target. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. That would be my. That's good advice. I, I think you should take that. Uh, Blues and baseball at Blues and baseball on on the Twitters. If you guys were the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which character would each one of you be? I can't answer this because I don't watch this show. Do do any of you guys? Uh, I know there's a girl, and that's the one that I would be. I would be the woman, right. so I I could stay home and play with my boobs. Brandon is definitely Dennis. Um, uh, really good looking, but probably a serial killer. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll own that. I'll own that. <laughs> yep. We're trying to figure out which... which Yes, we're trying to figure out which one of us is the, uh, who we are, who our, uh, doppelganger is on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think Claire oh, is... Maddie says I'm Mac, so... There's experiment with homosexuality this season, so... Okay, that's, well, you know. What was that, what was the reasoning behind you being Mac? <laughs> because he's experimenting with his homosexuality this season, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know I was doing that. That's got to hurt coming from your wife. I don't know. Oh, you know. Wow. <laughs> you pick up one man or at the airport, and all of a sudden you're gay. Jeez, how do you catch me blowing wow. one dude? <laughs> all of a sudden I'm gay. How empty is that wine bottle, honey? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's right. On the podcast, we've had Stu's wife accuse him of being gay, and then he retaliate by accusing her of being a drunk. (laughs) And me of being a serial killer. Yeah. This is going on. There were more observations than accusations. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tell it to the therapist. All right. So Stu is Mac. (laughs) Stu is Mac. Brandon is. The other guy. Mac is. Yeah. Brandon is Denny. John is... That one was the easiest one. John is probably... Boy, I don't know. There's no person with any redeeming qualities on that yeah, show. He's definitely not, he's not Danny De- yeah, he's not Danny DeVito. That's, John's too trustworthy and kind. There's no, um, there's nobody like John on It's Always Sunny. They're all terrible yeah, John, people. John's just too much of a decent person, dude. If you have any <laughs> someone who's analogous on there. He's just, uh, he's just a kind and gentle-hearted man, and... I mean, you know, words on the street that, you know, he's just that type of a guy, and I, I don't know. And yep. Clarence is Charlie because he's, I think, the uh, most prone he, to he, uh, conspiracy He kills theory. rats with a stick, I think. So. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he kills rats at the bar with, like, a stick that's got nails in it. <laughs> that sounds yeah, that might That might actually be part of your job, I think. So I think that's <laughs> necessarily wrong. <laughs> Director of Rat Genocide for Dakota County, I believe. Oh, All right, well, I, I can't say this doesn't make sense because I'm really not an It's Always Sunny expert. So I like being the girl better Yeah, than yeah. The, rat, <laughs> the rat killer guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, sportive presenting sponsor Captain Dakota at Artificial Chaos wanted some Halloween costume suggestions from us. Oh, you wow. know I'm a hater. I'm sorry, I can't participate. I I I can't really support any Halloween costume that isn't a horrible joke. Like 
you know, something... So you got to go with irony. Yeah, something along the lines yeah. of going as a zombie or someone undead and telling everyone your Christian Ponder's career or something like that. That's a terrible joke, but that's the only kind of Halloween costume I can support. The kind yeah. of joke that is designed to draw a mild chuckle from one out of every ten people that you meet, and after that you just stood there feeling like an idiot. Well, I mean, there's no joke on the planet that's funny for six hours. No, absolutely not. So no costume has ever been actually good. I mean, just get a funny wig. Just get a wig. Those are those are pretty funny. They're funny looking. Yeah. That's the only thing you're going to be able to do. Everything else is terrible. Do any of you guys dress up to hand out candy or anything like that? We I don't. don't yeah, I don't. Yeah, we don't hand out candy. We don't. Nobody comes to our. We live way That's right. You're, on, you're, you're on the town's edge, so people yeah. like come out there, like you know, and they worry. You know, our driveways. Old man swamp towns. Windy. <laughs> well, well it's really year. more sorry. lectures about the government, oh. just like last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I give out little mini constitutions. <laughs> <laughs> Copies of the Fountainhead and Atlas Shrugs. And, you know. Read up. Just 8 by 10 glossies of Charlton Heston. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's a terrible answer, but that's all you're getting, Artificial Chaos. Uh, another presenting sponsor of the, sport, of the sport of Josh Fiedler at CD12Josh. Asks, I want to know the group's thoughts on the T-Wolves slash Lynx AARP-sponsored dance line. Now, I'm not sure what he's talking about oh. here, but I assume it's a dance line made up of old people. I yeah. am also not sure. I just read this question a couple minutes before we started, so I didn't really get a chance to look into it. But um, that's not a thing, right? This is a joke? No, it's it's a thing. Uh, uh, Clarence and I both witnessed it. Um, uh, we actually, uh, Clarence and I actually uh, went and had a couple of beers on Monday night, I think. Oh, yeah, we haven't actually gone over this thing. We did, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's uh, true. we did that at uh, the Boulder Tap House, which is the old Timber Lodge right there on the corner of 15 and 23. Yeah, right there. And they had the uh, Timberwolves, uh, uh, not the Timberwolves, Lynx uh, celebration party at the Target Center, and like the Lynx have these old-timey dancers, like the Red Hat Ladies, but they do, they, and they, but they do a Zumba class, and that's uh, that. They did a little routine, and uh, it was, you know, it was, it was. Well, they they couldn't dance. No, and okay. I don't want to. I don't want to be mean. I mean, they're, they're people's grandmothers, and they're 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 probably kindly, you know, mostly. They, Probably where a little bit racist. Probably, I guarantee they're probably a little bit racist. Yeah, but um, they probably also sell like their 1987 and 1991 twin sweatshirts that they still wear once in a while. When I go to the farmers market, they'll have a slow gin fizz and some fries from the wait and tip the waitress fifty cents. I mean, they're 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 just, they're just you know ladies. So it looked it didn't they didn't look like the best dancers, but I don't want to be super mean to them because I mean, yeah, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to stop. I don't want to be mean. They're, they were better dancers than I tried hard. That's, they're much better. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I can, I can drop some Zumba moves if you guys, yeah. Becky nope. has really been doing some good work with me at the gym and I've got, <laughs> you know, my, my swiveling is really, 
really gone up a tick or two. But uh, so has has no, the rhythm they're, they're, finally they're, gotten you? No. The rhythm has not gotten me. <laughs> Stu, uh, you can uh, confirm bullshitting. that uh, we were watching that celebration, and I uh, misidentified. Uh, Minneapolis Mayor R.T. Ryback as one of the Lynx players. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. I, I, thought, I thought he was one of the Lynx players. Uh, he is, in fact, not a, a no, he's not. player. He it is. Was, I think it was the haircut. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, the, yep. What does he have, the Pete Rose? <laughs> the Ellen DeGeneres no, kind of... Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, right in that neighborhood, right in there. Ellen DeGeneres is just like new generation Pete Rose. It's all just sort of in your face and kind of bangs and straight down and yeah, yep. lots of bangs, bangs, and that's it. Yep. Huh. Well, I mean, I'm all for staying in shape when you're old. I think it's like an important part of growing old. But I am even no. more in favor of not horrifying young people. <laughs> like that's I'm more. I kind of trend that way. So the problem with this is, I think everybody knows the worst case scenario with them dancing in public is like a lot of shame, a boob falling out, uh, a, a, a disgusting boob falling out <laughs> under their shirt, yeah. um, tumbling out really, tumbling out underneath their shirt, um, embarrassment, and I mean it's very possible one of them could die, right? <laughs> they were all smiling. Tons of worst happy. case scenarios. I would at least die. I'd have the nine and the one dialed. Just, <laughs> yeah. just with your finger over the other one. I'm, I'm ready press ready to go. Press yeah. So we all know how horrifying and like it's sort of like watching a bad improv group, right? Like, oh mm-hmm. Jesus, this could go bad in a hurry. Um, but the prob- the thing about the improv group is sometimes it's hilarious, right? So what is the upside to this? The upside is you're pleasantly surprised that you're not embarrassed. That's the best possible reaction to this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't good, obviously. It was clearly not good, but, you know, it wasn't the worst thing ever. It didn't force I mean, me to confront my own mortality as yeah, I sit here. That's the best thing possible is you're not uh, in tears. Yeah. So to me, uh, the risk is just not worth the reward in this scenario at all. So I would say old people, uh, stop it. And young people, uh, just look away. Just just look away. Don't watch it at all. Let them get this out of their system for some reason. That would be my response to the old people dancing in public. So there's your answer, Jess. We're going thumbs down. I do want to back up and ask Clarence about his trip to St. Cloud and specifically what he thought of Val's. I'd like to hear his Val's review. It was wonderful. It really was. Uh, I had the double cheeseburger with ketchup and onions and a large fry and a root beer, and they were all delightful. I believe it was around $7. It was very reasonable. The amount of food I got even satisfied me, and I eat a lot. I ate a lot of food, and uh, it filled me up. The large fries, you guys didn't believe in me. You, uh, you doubted me. Haters. The dollars and the haters, and uh, I, I could have easily eaten another large fries. And... Uh, for non-St. Claudians, my wife and I split a large fry. Oh, Lord Almighty. So, no, you get yeah. your own fucking fries. That's what I'd say. Oh, um, I know. I know. But they were delightful. They were hot, and they were fresh. And the cheeseburger was good. I really did like it, but the French fries were, were definitely very good. So it lived up to the billing. But we, we do have to point out that they do charge by the ketchup cup. 
Is that correct? Five cents a ketchup cup. It's uh, it is the least American thing I saw in Saint Cloud, which is really saying something. Is Saint Cloud in Russia? Um, yes, <laughs> just outside of Minsk. It's just... a suburb. <laughs> Well, um, I do want to so point out five cents. So, what did you get? Like sixty cups? I, I feel like that's about your your uh, going rate. I, did get, I got four cups, so I bought twenty cents. For like, the what ketchup. if I put it directly into my mouth? I don't use the actual cup. How much is that cup? <laughs> Just so you guys know, yeah. we did get a donation this week from Steve Walsh here that specifically earmarked two dollars for a future Val's ketchup budget. So, if any of you guys go to Val's, we have a ketchup budget. Just let me know. I'll wire you the money. We'll we'll do it over the phone or something so you can have it right there. We've got yeah. we've got a Val's ketchup budget now, and I think that's probably the best part of the sport of budget at this point. I don't want Walsh's ketchup. I don't need his blood money. He, uh, <laughs> we he don't want your ketchup charity, Clarence. Yeah, doesn't. I don't need your pity. I will absolutely take your ketchup charity. Yeah, I would take that for sure. It's so, a gift to you. No. So thanks, Steve. All right. Well, is, is there anything else worth mentioning about the St. Cloud trip? Uh, no, it was fine. It's only there two days. You met you some uh, of our uh, of our loyal fans, our loyal listeners in person. Is that right? A few, yeah. It was very. I met, I met a handful, and they were all delightful. It was really great. Who was actually there? Oh, oh. I don't know if they Maybe. want. Go ahead. Sue. Oh, okay. Private. Well, I, uh, Finn's left was there, who I've known for twenty years. <laughs> which was funny. Um, we were friends at McRudy's from back in the McRudy's heyday. Uh, Blues and Baseball was there. Uh, CD 12 Josh was there, County Ditch 12 Josh. Um, Michael Johnson from TV's The St. Cloud Rocks was there. Nice. And, I, and my wife. Wow. That's, okay. a good, that's, that's a good listener group yeah. right there. Yeah, it was, good, yeah it was a good turnout. Mm-hmm. And as 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 a matter of fact, our next question no, is actually sorry, from. I'm sorry, I, my my wife told me to mention the bitch waitress. That was her words, not mine. Oh, so all, all women are beautiful. Oh, but mom, my my wife did not like the. Uh, she got bitch. mad at me for wanting to look at the beer menu. She got mad at my wife for wanting to look at the beer menu. Hmm. Huh. So I was unaware that there was a controversy. I didn't know either. <laughs> yeah. Little things wow. like that, subtleties yeah, that we just can't pick up on. Yeah. To you yeah. and I. Just too dense. Yeah, just don't pick Not up. Not involved them. enough. Nope. All right. Uh, the next question is actually from Michael Johnson, who we just mentioned, at MJJohnson2 on Twitter. The question is, is there a nice way to suggest Creed should not be played in the office? And my reaction to be to that would be, why would you need to be nice about that? Yeah, I'm guessing um, <clears throat> this is obviously coming from a personal place for him, Um it's very weird hypothetical to bring up. It's probably like his boss, right? Like his boss just keeps rocking the creed <clears throat> every day. Be. That he can't just... It's not an intern, because yeah. it'd be really easy for him to be like, nope. <laughs> um, so I think one thing, one tactic that I've used in the past, um, uh, an underrated uh, way to get somebody to stop doing something uh, is to just join them. So like whistling, for example... So if anybody's uh, whistling is like the most annoying thing in the world, right? So if anybody mm-hmm. starts whispering around you, or sorry, whistling or whispering, <laughs> whispering is no fun. Um, just start whistling along with them, and I guarantee within one second they're going to stop whistling and be like, "What the fuck, man?" You know. 
So in this case, I would just sing along really loudly with the creed. Like in the over to- over the top, like with the homes, what a You don't even Can need. Can you take me higher? Oh. Like just oh, just loudly sing along, and I'm pretty sure that they'll go and at some point change over to something else. So that's a really easy way to really fun stuff. And actually, it's kind of fun to do that an impression of that guy. You just just moan like you're taking a shit and saying words at the same time. It's great. So he gets to have fun while doing it. So that's a good one. Um, The second tip um, that I would do, and this is a little little wilier, um, try to seek find out and then talk up how much you love them, you know? (laughs) So, and then when they start grimacing, when you tell them how much you, uh, how many times you've seen, like, Chingy in concert, um... Or whoever. I'm assuming they're probably a little bit racist if they like Creed. Um, then you, <laughs> then you can joke. That, that, I'm sorry. That's a, that is a fair assumption. That is not. Right? <laughs> they like that's, Creed. They're racist. That, that, that's the good profiling right there. That's absolutely fine. Hey, you got to profile once in a while to keep yourself safe. So I got to exactly. keep myself away from a Creed fan. Um, okay. So when they start grimacing, when you tell them you like, uh, you know, Neo or something. Um, you can just jokingly make a deal with them and be like, "Hi, um, I actually don't like Creed a whole lot, so I will promise not to play my uh, my Master P CD if you don't play your Creed." And then, make a deal, obviously, you know, like I don't know, but I hate Master P because he's black. So fine, I will I will play Creed uh, on my way home. <laughs> so then you can probably get rid of it that way because if you think about it, I think. The funny thing about music is, I think we would all rather give up our favorite music to not have to hear our least favorite music. Yep. I think that's true. That like, if true. I could never hear um, um, Wilco again, uh, and if I could trade, like, never having to hear... I'm a deus, I'm a deus! I'm a deus, I'm a But I wouldn't have to hear, like, uh, I don't know. Um, Tim McGraw or something, um, I would give that up. That'd be fine. I'd be done with it. I would just not listen to that great music anymore. So that's, I think, maybe the way to to, uh, to actually go about it. All right, there you go, Michael. Um, next question. Joey G at Doc Acid on Twitter. There's an underscore in there. I would too. love to hear how Doc Acid came about. Yep. Well, I, Somebody I, died, right? I assume it has to do, have something to do with Doc Ellis and pitching a no-hitter on LSD. Okay, I that thought maybe he like took amazing. acid while on a dock. A pretty yeah, that's possible. Anyway, if Either it's one of our listeners, it's more likely to be taking acid on a dock somewhere. Uh, anyway, the question is, why do you guys have Clarence record underwater? So, dock acid, screw you, all right? We try <laughs> real hard. just fine tonight. And just just because, bad tonight? Or is, no, okay, it's normal it's tonight. No auto-tune. Did you listen to yourself back last time, Clarence? It was terrible. It was your so auto tune rant. I don't know. I what just happened. don't get it. <laughs> it's so frustrating. I'm up all night to have fun. <laughs> We're up all night to fire sucker. <laughs> all right. The That's last what I want to answer for. The last question we have, which maybe we should have had to go first, because this sounds like it might be an important question. It's from Jerome at Jeromeo Must Die. All right. And the question is, any tips on how to woo a Stearns County gal? Somebody from Stearns County. I assume Stu will take the lead on this one because he actually lives near Stearns County. 
Maybe we can first describe what a Stearns County gal is. Well, well first of all, it's your cousin. County gal. <laughs> <laughs> you have baby right. photos with her. Yeah. And, uh, no, I, I don't. Uh, boy, what side of the county are, did he specify if it was? The Sox Center side or the St. Cloud side? Let's What's assume, the good side? Let's assume a Sox Center side, because I think you'd refer okay. to as a St. Cloud girl if you were talking about that. Yeah. If we're talking about uh, straight Stearns County, I think we're talking Melrose, Sox Center. He's, that he's wooing a Stearns County gal, and he wants to know how to go about that? Yeah. yeah. Any tips? Yeah. We're just looking for tips here. Uh, boy. Um, well, let's see. Uh, is, uh, is Everclear legal now? I think so. Okay, uh, you put some of that in like a Diet Coke. You share it when you're driving around in your Corolla. <laughs> and then you make a baby. <laughs> and there you go. Hey, we all can't uh, have it as good as you, Stu. I'm just saying touchdown right there. <laughs> yep, oh, Mandy says Cavalier. Chevy Cavalier, okay, I don't know. but Get a Cavalier, got it. You, you, well, I mean, I assume you're driving a truck at this point, but. Um, yeah, that's, I think, all you need to do. Just, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, we've, we're just taking questions from random Twitter followers, honey. So, um, sorry, guys. Uh, sorry. No, it's okay. She apologized, too. So. But, yeah, uh, uh, you just get the hardest liquor imaginable, put it in uh, Diet Coke, and... Shove it down our belly, see what happens. Yep. Yeah. So, the, the final tally on that one is get her drunk and then get her pregnant. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Well, there you go. Repeat as necessary. It actually sounds like it would probably work in Stearns County, so. That kind of works everywhere. To be fair, did, and, and I'll, uh, I'm not, I, I said it's a very good chance she'll do it to you before you do it to her. So. <laughs> she'll get you I pregnant? Just, you know, yeah, they're, yeah she'll, she'll get you full-on pregnant, yo. <laughs> so. well, we got science and shit up here. I hope that works for you, Jerome, because that's yeah, the best so answer yeah. we're going to get at this point. <clears throat> yeah. Good luck, Jeromeo. Yeah, yeah, let us know how it goes. Just we'll make up a yeah. hashtag for it. Um, Great handle. And if she gives you a diet coke, just so you know, you're in. So. Well, I always drive home. That, uh, Use wooing. hashtag sportive romance for that one. Scott, there you go. Wooing Stearns County um, gals, I think the keys are are scouting, um, <laughs> wind direction. Um, wind. You know, I use trail cams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, know, you gotta spend time in the stand. Yeah, uh, you yeah. know, put get put the hours in. Uh, trail cameras. Um, you gotta put some food out, right, and make sure that well, they understand. Like there is actual. I think crack corn. Out. Maybe some skull or some cope. I put some crack corn on the on the ground and some Taco uh, Johns. <clears throat> well, you want to? God, Taco wanna Johns is so good, guys. I'm Foster. telling you, that might be the key to the <laughs> trail camps. Yeah, I get it. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that joke was well constructed. <laughs> Kudos to sitting you. Outside, sitting outside of New Munich. <laughs> you know, you just set one up outside West Union, one up by New Munich, and, you know, you just take, you just watch and wait. Spend your yeah, time hours in, John. Yep. Yeah. You get back what you put in when it comes to yeah. wooing Stearns County women. Enough Taco John's never clear, and you can't go wrong. Just be patient. Yep. You'll get there. Yep. All right. You well, can't say no for that long. 
Yeah, I'd... Hot 100 also works. <laughs> fireball? Possibly Fireball. Fireball, yeah. Oh, yeah, Fireball. Wild Turkey. If you if you got to go light, go Wild Turkey. Wax your IROC before you go out. Mm-hmm. Got to wax the IROC. Call that That's a not a metaphor. <laughs> you better wax clean the car, IROC, too. Yeah. Wasn't that the name of that Timberwolves guy you wanted? Wax your IROC? Wax your IROC, <laughs> I mean, yes. Underrated defensive player. Underrated is right. Anyway, that's the, the end the of Ash Shields on Wax Your Rock. <laughs> Through the roof. Make sure make sure you have a hard opinion about Garth Brooks one way or the other. <laughs> Just so you know what side she lands on. Because <laughs> it's never going to work if you're not both on the same side. You might as well yeah, get If you're out. really pissed off about that Chris Gaines bullshit, then you're just, it's, yeah. She, she ain't going to give you the time of day. Yep. Everclear or no, it's done. Done so. But if you just start singing those thunder rolls and you've got your, like, shirt tucked into your black jeans, you probably, you're probably, you're in, like, Flynn. But they better be black jeans. So. <laughs> black Levi 506 it is. All right. Well, uh, I don't know if there's. I don't. I don't know about the testicle room in those. By the way, you'll have to go to Brandon on that one. Uh, not much. Not yeah, much. Yeah, Brandon. What are What are we going to do about this uh, testicle room epidemic? That you yeah, have? there's a. It's a boy. It's going around, isn't it? It's spreading everywhere. There's not well, a. Why are you making jeans it. with that are so tight, Brandon? What is your deal? What is your problem? I don't. I, I mean, just just a, a quick reminder. I don't make jeans. Just, yes, I mean, you do. I think there seems to be a little bit of confusion here. I'm not. Uh, my Look, name is I not could... Pe- Henry Ford didn't make cars, but I mean, he was ultimately responsible for the Ford Motor Company. Asshole. Yeah. What I don't need is excuses. Yep. What I do need is more room for Scotty Leas and Mike Bagley Rulo <laughs> down there. The platoon partners. <laughs> yeah, the platoon. The yeah, last old, good platoon. Uh, Blackjack Morris there in the middle. Old Cliff uh, Morneau. <laughs> The three of them need a little extra room and uh, and less excuses there, Roxy. <laughs> well, um, I can say, unfortunately, Blackjack is not going to either. Here's the problem. You wear the baggy pants and give Blackjack some space. Uh, Blackjack's not going to get any action tonight because you look like an idiot. Uh, you tighten her up. You, uh, you get pegs, Blackjack. Uh, and and old Scotty, Scotty L just all up in each other's business, hanging out close nose to nose. Uh, it's going to be real uncomfortable for a few hours, but after that, midnight one o'clock, they're out and they're ready to party. It's game on. That looks good. So that's what it they're saying good. is that the skinny the skinny jeans. That's a good look. That that that's what for the most part. Is. You want uh, when you're wearing clothes, you still want to look like. Um, a regular, regularly proportioned human. I think that's like a number one rule for clothing. You so, got to remember, for so the vast majority of second, Americans, so. that is literally not possible. It so looking like the lead singer of Tokyo Hotel. That is <laughs> that is looking like a normal human. Wow. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know this who is that matter is. With you. Well, I'm just trying to think of some kitty bopper band. Oh, okay. The skinny, um, the skinny jeans look. Listen, I don't, um, I don't need you to go to like skin tight. I'm not asking for that, but I'm just saying, as a general rule, the more normal fitting clothes you have, the more chance you're gonna have to get lucky. Whether that's you're single or married, that's just the way it works in life. So, if you're trying to like 
hide that you've got a few pounds on you, so you wear like the gigantic uh, hooded sweatshirt. No, no, you just look bigger in general, right? So just like not... wearing shirt fits you. What are you trying to say? I'm wearing a hooded sweatshirt right now. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Brandon? I'm saying, dude, winter's coming up. You've got to take advantage of these outdoor things. Go for a fucking run, Clarence. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'll meet you there. Bloated, bro. Um, no. Um, so that's the sort of conundrum with pants. It's I have yet to find a good brand that allows the boys to breathe and that don't make me look like uh, like my uh, that's why parents. I, I, but, I agree with. By you the way, the, the conundrum of pants is going to be my epitaph. <laughs> <laughs> here lies Clarence, or here lies Stu. So worried about pants. <laughs> the conundrum of pants. Um, I, li- I like that. That's a good phrase. Yeah, but like everything um, with jeans in particular, uh, uh, it's you get what you pay for. In every single example, there's no good deals on on pants. So I'm sorry, guys. Um, you know, come shop at my store if you want to, but just be prepared to buy a few of those pairs of pants. I don't think I'm I'm going to do that. Nope. No, that's fine. Um, okay, well, I'll I'll try to think of some tips for how to uh, let your boys breathe and also look like a normal person. I'll get back to you on that. All right. I'm now, looking forward to it. we have the video going right now, and you can see that nobody on this call is going to look like a normal person no matter what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, you're you're lost in this fashion world where I'm sure everybody's incredibly good looking, but here in America, we're all extremely strange looking. Hey, man, you know the company I work for. I do not give a shit about fashion <laughs> uh, at all. No, to be in my, nope. I mean, that's not like it's not even ripping on my company. We, as a company, do not think fashion is, you know, like fast fashion or like fads or whatever else it's you know but style is a thing know your customer i think that's a smart strategy strategy uh it is universal that uh looking feeling comfortable with what you're wearing is a thing that adds to ha- uh, happiness tiny bit sure. of happiness so mm-hmm. that's the sort of baseline that we're thinking about and it's unhappy to have pinched nuts nope. um i've bought pants that have been like you get to about noon, like, do I have to leave for the day? I can't fucking breathe right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so that's no good. I would yeah, yeah. Um, so there you go. That's, uh, that's my feelings about pants for, for the week. The conundrum of, the conundrum of pants answered we'll get here on the podcast. Pants conundrum later. I think about pants a lot, so. All right. Um, we're, we're getting up towards the hour and a half mark. Is there anything else that anybody particularly wants to mention? here in this dead space where nobody's still listening anyway? Um, I think no. we covered it. Oh, guys, uh, my son has uh, started um, swearing. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Now, he's which, almost two. Which swear particularly has he started with? The only... He's heard me say all of them. The only one he has ever wanted to say is fuck. Wow. That's yeah. a, he's starting at the top. Yep, that's starting with the big guy. No Whoa. interest in any other swear word, but he if he hears me say that, it's over and over and over again. Well, that's impressive. Yeah, pretty proud. So what does that mean okay. for you? Does that mean you stop saying it? Well, it's hard. So what I started to do was, um, was so if we're like in the car and I'll say, fuck, and he'll immediately go, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and then I'll go, frog? Like, <laughs> I was just saying the word frog. Aren't you saying the word frog? And he'd be like, frog? 
And then we'd both go ribbit, ribbit, ribbit for like 20 minutes to try to get it out of his head. So then <laughs> after a while, I, every time I would be in traffic and say, fuck, I would immediately just start saying ribbit afterwards. <laughs> He'd be like, fuck, ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. And so that was fun for a while. And then he just recently started to realize the difference between fuck and frog. So now I'm screwed. So I said, fuck, today in the car. And he said it. And I went, frog? And he went, no. Like he knew, like, no, dude, I didn't say frog. I said fuck. Oh, God. So, so you're going to be uh, at some uh, birthday party, and he's going to see, you know, it's going to be Muppet-themed, and he's going to go, look at Kermit the fuck. And <laughs> you're going to get kicked out, asked to leave, <laughs> and it'll be great. And they'll be like, did you mean frog, like ribbit? No. No. No, no I meant fuck, no. man. <laughs> Don't try to play that game with me. What do I look like, a year and a half? <laughs> oh, so that's been a really weird thing to deal with because, like, I honestly will say it, like, even when we're podcasting, say fuck, and immediately in my head, I've trained myself to start, like, doing frog sounds in my head. It's a very, very strange thing to be a parent. This, <sighs> this is all leading up to once when you're you're with somebody you want to impress, somebody... Who you're just going to you're going to try to swear like a normal person, and instead of that coming out of your mouth, you're going to say frog, yep. and then you're going to have to explain to them I why know. you just yelled frog you at a car that was passing, even though I you're know. theoretically I'll be a, new a pal down man. here and go to happy hour and be like, man, work was frogging difficult, <laughs> and then it's over, and yep. I lost another friend. That was it. Ah, oh, boy, trials, trials and tribulations. Once again, it ain't easy. The Conundrum of Pants. The Conundrum of Pants. There's your podcast title there, John. Yeah, well, that's Brandon's is that department. All, is that also your uh, Twiki Town article? Can you work that in somehow? Nope. No, no, I can do anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll relate that back to Doug Bernier, tie it all together in a bow. See if I can yeah, get rama for a third straight week. <laughs> you already got it. I did? Yep. There you go. Awesome. I didn't even yeah. see that. That's great. Man, I'm going to rub that muscle, stupid, fuzzy head so much. Oh, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> well, that's probably a good place to end, then. Okay, this <laughs> one. Stupid, fuzzy with, with head. Yelling, like, like yelling at Dana Wessel. So. Hey, Dana. How's it going, Dana? Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the end of the show for this week. Thanks for thanks for listening, as usual. Uh, we'll take you out yeah, as, we, as you we've started doing with... Some sports fist sound effects, just because I like them so much. Sports fist, sports fist, sports fist, sports fist, sports fist. Oh yeah! Sports fist.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.